This one is with Falcon Paladin, and that's not his name, but he's a professional StarCraft caster, which is a dope video game. Uh, a large reason why I did this show is to test out Zoom to try not in-person conversations. So if you're new to the show, just know that this is a completely out of the ordinary kind of show. Normally they're an hour long in person. This one's just a half hour long, uh, you know, remote. So not usual, but I was trying it out. So. Hope you like it. Lots of love. You want to do a clap so we can we can match up the audio? Uh, sure. Because I've never I've never this is my second ever um, of this. The other person just recorded both sides last time. Okay. Do you want to hit record here then? Yeah, I got I got mine recording right now. Okay, so I'm recording right now, starting here, and then yeah, we can clap. All right. I want to just go three, two, one, clap together. Yep. Three, two, one. Cool. All right. All righty. So, so recording good excellent all right we're live falcon <laughs> paladin how goes it man hey doing great uh just finished recording a video for my youtube channel as i do most nights and it was a pretty good game i so like feeling it. good yeah that's where yeah. actually where i found you every winter i fall into this bout of uh watching your channel and the backlog of your channel for like two to three hours a day <laughs> i like it yeah if you only do it every winter that's a lot to get through it so i can that. understand that so would you want to take a minute and introduce yourself uh-huh, for sure. So I'm Falcon Paladin. Um, I've been casting StarCraft on my YouTube channel for about five years now. The five-year mark is actually late February. Nice. So started in 2015. It's 2020 now. I think the math checks out. Yeah. Yeah, I started casting Heart of the Swarm replays and then moved into Legacy of the Void, obviously, later that year. Um, pretty much I've been doing it daily. I don't think I've missed more than one or two days in the last five years would be my guess. That's more consistency than I have in anything in my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it really helps that YouTube has a scheduling option Mm. where you can cast a bunch and then just schedule them out through the week. So it's not like I have to sit down every day and cast. Yeah. Because that would not have happened. There's just way too much stuff in life. No, I'm with you there. That's actually how I used to do my podcast is where I just do an episode and put it out that day. So I do mm-hmm. four episodes and I put them all out that day and then I'd be stressed. I'm like, shit, I need to do one this next week, you know? So now I'm just yep. putting them out one every four days. I like gotcha. it. And you also have a podcast with an Australian guy, right? Yeah. Got a podcast called The Falcon Paladin Hour, appropriately named uh, with Somicron. He lives in the Sydney area. Nice. Uh, kind of a funny story with that. He emailed me and he'd been a subscriber to the channel for a couple of years. I knew who he was. And he's like, hey, man, you should do a podcast. And I'm like, well, let me tell you what. If you do all of the work, if you do the editing and the publishing, I will sit down with you for an hour a week and we'll do a podcast. And he's like, deal. And that's been the deal. So he's been really consistent about it. He edits the whole thing. He publishes it. And um, you can just find it anywhere podcasts are available. Just Falcon Paladin Hour. Yeah, beautiful. And is he a a professional commentator as well? Or is he just a gamer? No, he's just a gamer. I like it. Yeah, he just loves video games, loves StarCraft a lot. 
we game together on Twitch. Mm, That's nice. kind of grown out of the podcast relationship as we do 2v2 StarCraft and sometimes 3v3s. And I dragged him into Warcraft 3 the other day and he oh, never nice. played that before. And that was kind of fun. So yeah. here's the thing about StarCraft. It's like the worst, best game ever. It's the game you want to play all the time, but it's the one game you can never play to relax. It actually like <laughs> gets me tighter and tenser than when I start playing it every time, you know? Yeah, totally. And I found that I can't ladder before bed because I will just dream about ladder. And it's never good stuff. I'm never winning. No. I'm always losing. And it's just a stressful sleep. So laddering is one v one ranked for people who don't who for who don't play but are you know are interested in it. And that's the whole thing with yeah. laddering. And that's that almost sucks the fun out of it for me because I will I will just be on the edge where it's like I win. I'm like, well, if you won one, you gotta keep going, keep it rolling. And then yeah. you lose one, you're like, Well, you're not gonna end it there. It's like this ultimate <laughs> catch, you know? It is. It's a catch-22, and it sucks. I've had to train myself to be like, okay, that was a good win. I feel good about it. Let's turn it off and do something else before bed, because otherwise this is going to go really bad. That's probably the better idea of doing it. Um, so outside of that, do you... I personally think StarCraft is one of the only games that actually makes you... That like brings in genuine good attributes to your life. Like Right now, I'm actually pretty obsessed with playing Call of Duty, the new Modern Warfare, because I haven't played it since Modern Warfare 2 when I was in, you know middle school pretty much so i haven't played a call of duty game now that i have it i'm like oh my gosh but i almost feel like i'm just like melting my brain away doing nothing for a couple hours a day you know yeah no i hear you it uh it's different starcraft is its own thing it and is generally people who love starcraft aren't necessarily super into games other types of games yeah, yeah. it's a weird exactly thing. it is mm -hmm. a lot closer to go that like the chess the chinese chess like game which is so interesting that uh, who are those people that did um, Starcraft? The oh man, the AI people, Deep Deep Mind. Yeah, deep, yeah. Deep Mind mm -hmm. Go and then Deep Mind Star, and then um, Alpha Star. I wonder right. what their I wonder what their next venture will be after that because Starcraft is like the ultimate. I think it's the 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 peak of um, strategy games as far as I'm aware. Yeah, I think so. I mean, there might be some more obscure title out there that is considered more cerebral than StarCraft, which is fair. I just don't know about it. But who would want that? I mean, I think the time, <laughs> fact, the time factor StarCraft adds to it. Like, have you ever played Go by chance? No, I haven't. So it's a really fun game, but then you play against someone who just takes five minutes per turn, and you're sitting mm. there, you're like, this just drains the fun away from it for me, you know? Yeah, no, I can hear that. I do play Hearthstone kind of just casually every once in a while, and... Uh, it's about a 90 second timer for your mm. turn and that feels like forever sometimes so. It can especially when you're like someone who goes in five seconds I'm like, okay, because you're thinking of your move while they're going, you know, yes, that's yes. some of the fun of it um, Yeah, I would totally play a version of hearthstone where you just have 10 seconds to make your turn every turn <laughs> That'd be cool. Just go 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 and just get hammer games out in you know three minutes flat. That would be awesome That would be cool. It's almost like that chest where you see people just make the move and then slap the timer almost immediately Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, I like that. Um, the funny thing that I always bring up in StarCraft, because people say that like, the main tenets of StarCraft, number one is you always want to have no money in your bank. And so right. whenever I, I come back like from a vacation broke or something, I just kind of be like that. I'm like, you know, I'm spending my money and investing in myself <laughs> as soon as possible. <laughs> I'm not sure it 100% applies to the real world, but I can I, I appreciate that perspective on it. No, yeah, yeah. I, just, I was just posting around on Reddit and people were like, yeah, StarCraft really teaches some good things such as those things. I'm like, you know what? It kind of does. But I'm like, I don't know, man. Money is such an interesting thing. I think because I've played since um, since the original one when I was like eight or ten. And uh -huh. so I've been, StarCraft has been a part of my life for like 10 years. It's, it's by far the video game that's been in my life the longest. Yep. And it's an interesting thing how it does shape how I think. Like I always do think I'm like, well, is this the most important task at this time? Or is there a more important task I'd be doing now? Hmm. 
I, I think can understand that. I think it's good, man. Do you think you've developed anything from casting it, playing it? I'd say multitasking, because yeah. in StarCraft, you really can't do any one thing for any length of time. Uh, you have to be managing your economy, managing your scouting, managing your army and your upgrades, and it's a ton of stuff you're worrying about constantly. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's helped in my workplace, just because um, I do testing for a backup cloud product. Okay. And so a lot of that is multitasking. A lot of that is this test takes, you know, three hours to do, but I can do these other three tests at the same time and then work on this one while those are running. Yeah. And so being able to do that really shortens the time it takes to get stuff done. So yeah, I definitely can see how that happened. I like it, man. What else you got going on in your life? I mean, you have a family, you're growing an immaculate beard. You you do StarCraft (laughs) and work. Uh, Yeah. I don't know if it's immaculate, but... The kids take up a lot of my free time. I mean, they're old enough to start getting into sports and things now. And so uh, my oldest plays basketball for the first time. He's having a great time with that. Nice. Uh, my youngest wants to get into soccer. I mean, it's just kind of a lot of driving, a lot of doing soccer mom stuff. Yeah, you know what it's I mean? hilarious. I know mm-hmm. kids are like the ultimate, like way, like like saying like their their time time trumps you. Like if I'm trying to schedule something with someone who has kids and they're busy mm-hmm. all the time, I'm like, I get it, because you have kids, you know, like your time is yep. Im- Im- immensely more valuable than someone without kids. It's a weird mm-hmm. way to think about it, but you have to think about it that way, you know? Yeah, and it's it might not seem fair to some people, but it's just the way it is. Your kids are your priority, and if they're not your priority, I personally think you're probably doing it wrong <laughs> as a parent. Pr- pr- that isn't uh, one of the StarCraft tenets, is uh, to take care of your kids, so... <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> so, yeah. I like it, man. What do you, um, I haven't listened to your podcast personally. Would you want to rep what it's about? What do you guys talk about? Or do you always, you don't always ladder. Do you? Uh, on the podcast? Yeah. Oh no. Mm-mm. I mean, the, the podcast is just me and Samacron sitting down and talking about usually the week in Starcraft. Mm, nice. What's been going on, what drama's happening, what professional tournaments have happened. Nice. We like to place bets on professional tournaments. Uh, <laughs> what we'll do usually is pick a player in the round of 16 and, mm-hmm. you know, whichever player of ours goes furthest, that nice. person wins. Nice. And I have made Somicron learn two different Disney princess songs and sing them for us on the podcast. That's so funny. Dude. And what he generally does if I lose is he has me watch really bad anime. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> what, what, what constitutes really bad anime? I've only seen Akira and uh, the Studio Ghibli movies, as far as Akira is great. It's a good Akira movie. is a classic. So that's definitely good. The Studio Ghibli stuff's all amazing, too. All amazing. But there's a lot of anime that comes out of Japan, man. I didn't know there was as much as there is. Somicron has kind of opened my eyes on that. But uh, there is one anime that is, oh, is Kaijo or some Kiju or something like that. Hmm. It's basically set in a world where there is a professional sport where women in bathing suits try to knock each other off of platforms floating in water, mm-hmm. but they can only use their breasts and their butts. Oh my god. It not is, hentai. It's 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 not hentai. Anime. It's regular oh, anime. So There's funny. no nudity, there's no sex, but yeah. that's the thing that they're doing. Can it like one of those lives on this line. On a, a balance beam with like those uh, battle battle <laughs> or kind of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. It's basically like that, but you can only use your body and only those parts yeah. of your body. And, and so it's, it's the thing is, it's really well animated. Yeah. And pretty well voice acted. And I recognize some of the voice actors from other more well respected anime, and it mm. weirds me out because nice. it's so bad. So I take it you just binge the entire thing to get through it, right? <laughs> like randomly overnight one night. <laughs> No, the deal was I only had to watch one episode. So oh, he nice. had me watch the pilot, and then I was like, I'm done. We're I'm, out. I'm I have done. no interest in any one more of this. I've always wanted to get into that's kind of like toes that line is Cowboy Bebop. You ever tried it? Cowboy Bebop is incredible. That good? 
coincidentally, I watched it for, for the first time myself in 2019. Oh, interesting. So it had, it had been on my list for about five or six years, and I just never got around to watching it. And I finally figured I could, out I could get it on um, Hulu. Hulu. Hulu has it. That's right. And it's... It is so unlike anything I've ever watched and just so good. Nice. I can definitely wholeheartedly recommend it. Cool. Do you start in season one? Because like if I were to say Parks and I just watched Parks and Rec, so I'm going to talk about it. Uh-huh. Uh, Love Parks someone, and Rec. I would almost be like, skip season one. Same with The yep. Office, you know? Is that is yeah. Cowboy Bebop like that or is it like straight from the get-go? Cowboy Bebop knows what it is from season one, episode one. Nice. And just rides the course all the way through. Badass. I got to respect it, that in the show. It's so so well done and it's rare you're right a lot of shows they're kind of floundering a bit not quite sure what they want to do Mm -hmm. and who these characters are but uh cowboy bebop has a fantastic vision just executes it absolutely you seen any good uh non-disney movies lately imagine your kids kind of dominate what you see (laughs) yeah man a lot of frozen 2 in the house (laughs) for sure a lot of frozen 2 songs uh boy what have i seen recently uh when the last time i went to the theater Oh, I went and saw Joker. I think oh, that shit. was the one I most recently saw. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Was it? It was um, really well acted. Nice. Uh, Gotta uh, love Joaquin. Yeah, Joaquin is just a master yeah, of the craft and I, a weirdo. And I think you kind of have to be a weirdo to be a master of your craft. Yeah, I actually torrented it, but it wasn't like an actual torrented movie. It was like someone taking a video of the thing in the theater. I'm like, I'm not going to ruin oh. it by watching it like this. Come on. No way. That's like a 1995 thing. I they know. totally used to do that is they bring the VHS camcorders <laughs> into the theater and record it and then like copy it and just sell it on the street. And it ruins it. Yeah, that's not a good way to watch it no. at all. There was a joke where someone like tweeted out a picture. It was like the peak cinematic experience. And someone was watching Dunkirk on like an iPod an iPod, iPod mini. So it was like a two-inch screen. And Dunkirk <laughs> was meant to be watched on like a big IMAX. And it was like, that is the funniest thing. Yeah, that, that would change the experience for yeah. sure. You know, a movie like that that I do remember is Gravity. Did you see that with uh, Sandra Bullock? I didn't. And wait, is that the one with Matthew McConaughey as well? No, that's Interstellar. Oh, okay. That's Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Okay. This one is George Clooney. Mm, I like George Clooney. Sandra Bullock. And nice. it I saw it in the IMAX. And it is the most, like, you really have to see this in IMAX to appreciate it movie mm. I've ever seen. Because I have no idea how it would translate to the small screen of your house. Yeah. It's it's a roller coaster of what is what I've compared it to. Mm. Is it's a ride and it just takes you on the ride for two hours and when it's done you're done. Okay. It's not about plot. It's not really about characters. Yeah. It's just about the experience. Nice. Well, I wonder if you can ever actually bring it home. Like just if they can have VR IMAX. It seems like that'd be incredibly easily possible. Is yeah. to just have. Do they, do they have that actually? Before I just talk out my ass. They might. I mean. I don't think they have that in particular, but I don't see why it. it'd be hard. No, yeah, because I'm pretty sure you can you can make like a home theater where it's like a big screen in front of you, and you're like anywhere. You could be in Egypt or space or something. <laughs> but an IMAX yeah. theater would be the coolest thing. Mm-hmm. I've been wanting that for be- video games too. Like, imagine I don't even need to be like being like have to run or move. Like, I could have a controller in my hand or a keyboard if you're playing StarCraft. But just to see the screen way bigger. That's my mm-hmm. dream, but I, they don't have it yet. And it seems like that's where technology should go before they, they're trying to incorporate it in all these things. I mean, do you go on Reddit? Yeah, I've got a Reddit account. Nice. Do you ever, you ever seen VR to ER? Uh-uh. Oh, no. That's the subreddit that convinces me how realistic uh, VR technology is. I've said it on the show a couple of times, but people uh-huh. injure them. Like, I mean, people have to go to the, injure, the, the emergency room. People break their yeah, TVs yeah. and shit. And it's like, whoa. 
It's, it's, that's a good subreddit name, yeah. actually. Yeah, no, it's golden. But there's whole there's one <laughs> where you like walk along a balance beam, and at the end you get to like free fall, and people just straight up almost belly flop onto like a linoleum floor. And I'm like, Jeez. oh, I don't even want that, man. I wouldn't trust myself. You know, you're just having a fun night. And you're like, yeah, I'll do the balance beam one. Or someone in your house, and they break your $400, <laughs> uh, you know, Vive glasses. So I'm like, man, I just, want, yeah. I just want one where I can lay down and just play the video game without having a TV. That'd be good. I would be concerned if it's big enough, you're having to move your head constantly to see uh, the whole thing. Totally. And I mean, that would make StarCraft hard, way harder. <laughs> yeah. You have to be like, all right, here's the right half of the screen, here's the left half of the screen, yeah. and ah, I just got wing rushed over there. Or almost unfair if you could see the entire, like, a way larger part of the map. Mm. That'd be ridiculous. That would be, like, you could zoom out crazy yeah. far. Mm-hmm. That would be pretty overpowered. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Here's the thing Duncan Trussell goes on Joe Rogan's show. I don't know if you know who either of those two people are. I know Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this guy, Duncan Trussell, goes on his show. He's like the super hippie, but he always talks about StarCraft, even though he's like a bronze player. Um, oh, cool. But they're joking around about the idea, of like, man, it'd be cool if. Um, all the people playing like a game like Call of Duty were the people in the video game playing. It's like, well, it would almost yeah. be cool, but you couldn't, you know, like the person who's playing StarCraft controls all them. But it would yeah. almost be cool if someone was just in control of like creating troops. And then Dude, the troops... I've had this idea for years. Yeah, it seems possible. <laughs> I think it's totally doable. And you get people who love MechWarrior playing the tanks, mm-hmm. and you got the people who love like World of Tanks actually. <laughs> oh, no, sorry, in in the Thors, right? Yes. The Thors are MechWarrior players. The World of Tanks guys are in tanks. The Call of Duty guys are Marines. Yep. The guys who love the flying uh, air combat are in, you know, the yep. Liberators and the. Zombies, Left for Dead players can be Zerg, like just yeah. a random Zerg. But the person. And then you have. Yeah, and then one person controlling the whole thing, right? Yeah. You have a voice in your ear telling you what to do. Yeah. And what I think would make it fun is the person chooses whether or not to do it. Mm-hmm. So you're like, you squad of Marines, go over here and attack, and you're probably going to die, but yeah. you're going to kill this base. And the player's like, I don't want to die, screw you. Yeah. And then they just don't do it. I think that'd be amazing. That'd be cool. And here's the thing. There's been a game on that scale. Do you remember Mag for the PS3 a while ago? No, um, I don't so think I heard had, about that. I believe it was like 200 players against 200 player team deathmatch. Oh my gosh. In a, Call, okay. in a Call of Duty style game. So they've had games on that, you know, like amount of people. And here's the thing. Scale. Yeah. You'd almost have like a couple hundred, like the people playing Call of Duty style games would just like queue into like random games. Like anytime a Marine died, they'd go back yeah. into like, you know, and they'd just like anytime a Marine was made, you just run out of a barracks. It yep, would be yep. the coolest thing. I think it would be amazing. Yeah. I would play that. I absolutely would. I like it. Do you ever get uh, just beyond sick of, of the strategy and almost the, the stress that comes with StarCraft and just want to be like, I'm going to take a one-month break, and then do you have to, <laughs> do you have to stack up 30 shows to do that? <laughs> the most I've ever stacked up, I think, is a week and a half. I mm. went on vacation to somewhere that had no internet at all. Oh, brutal. Um, so was I stacked up the buffer that way. It was fun. It was awesome. Nice. It was relaxing. Where'd it was great. Go? Uh, I think it was Wyoming somewhere. This was <laughs> like four, no, five, there's four no years ago. In Wyoming? I mean, there is, but most of the state, no. You have to be in certain parts of Wyoming for there to be internet. Nice. But yeah, it was just on a lake somewhere, and we had a nice house we stayed in, and it was just awesome. So, mm-hmm. no. I mean, here's the thing. People are like, don't you get sick of this? I'm like, look, man, if I got sick of this, I would have stopped years ago. Yeah. I just, I love it. I get a lot of fulfillment from casting. I like playing. I mean... I don't know that I have. I don't know that I love it enough to where I would grind and grind and grind and grind and get up to grandmaster. No, which I respect 
a lot of commentators have done that, and yeah. I'm super impressed by them. But I don't have the time what do you or the at? desire or the energy to do that. No. About Diamond 2 is where yeah. I live. Yep. Uh, back when it was Wings of Liberty, I peaked out at Diamond 1, Rank 1. For nice. like the entire last three weeks of the season. But that was before they showed you your actual MMR. So it may have been lower, but at least like eh. points wise, I was up there. And I'm like, come on, give me Masters one season. Promote me. I know. Yeah. And the fact that I was there for that long, I'm like, I give up. I'm never going to. I'm just a diamond player. So I just enjoy <laughs> it. But again, yeah. and then I'll go a year without playing it between winter to winter. And then I stay mm -hmm. in diamond. I think it is because it's been a part of my life for like 10 years. Just like every once in a while, it's always kind of like. It's definitely shifted the way I think, which is interesting. It's like riding a bike. It is. You get on the bike after a while, and it's very familiar. Yeah. You go slaughter 100 Marines and stuff. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, what, what do you mean? <laughs> what? What do you mean? Oh, oh, Zerg by far. And then Protoss. Yeah. But the one, like, I, I'd say I'm a Diamond Zerg, Diamond Protoss, and a Bronze to Silver Terran. <laughs> I can't do it at all. <laughs> I don't know. How about yourself? Uh, Zerg. I've been Zerg since 1998. Nice. Yeah. Back in original StarCraft release. I've just, I, there are certain things I like about all the races. I think the campaigns are ton of, tons of fun to play Terran and Protoss, but Zerg and its swarming style just totally speaks to me. It's it a blast. always has. Yeah. That, and then Protoss is fun to just build up a death ball, but there's something about, it's funny. So I used to, I got my roommate into it, Griffin, um, and he would only play Terran, even though I keep down on like, Terran's the hardest race to play. It's rough by yeah. far because you have to multitask. You have to be dropping. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and if mm -hmm. you're not, if you're, you just, don't, you're just, you know, you're going to be beaten. If you're not harassing, you're dead yeah. for sure. Yeah. So that's why I like those other two. The other two are just macro heavy and that's who I am. I would just make sure to macro well enough that I could, and I mean, I can macro well enough that I have no micro and I'm in diamond, but that's right. what, that's right. definitely what caps me is that I'm like, I have no micro. I literally just, um, only tab my army. <laughs> so I'm like, that's no good, but you know, a move here we go. Yeah. yeah. So, so one reason I actually wanted to do this podcast is cause you've been hands down my favorite commentator for like five years now, or like four or five oh. years now. Well, and thank before you. that, the only person I ever watched was uh, Husky Starcraft. And then he stopped Husky. one day. He did. The, yeah. Is that, is that going to be you eventually? You're going to hit like 15. You're going to be like, I'm done with everything, but at least you wouldn't <laughs> ghost people. No one knew what happened to him. No, they didn't. And the reason I got started was because Husky left, because uh, HD StarCraft left, because Psy StarCraft left. Like, all the dudes that I love just stopped casting. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I don't know what stops me from doing this. And so I just started, and I sucked. I was not good when I started at all. And I'm probably not super great at this point, but I'm still doing it. Well, you're phenomenal now, but I'm just every, every game I'm amazed that you find stuff to talk about. And especially in the early game mm. when nothing happens. I'm like, how is he still finding stuff to keep this entertaining? It's just repetition, man. It's just doing it over and over again. But yeah, people for years have been saying, don't bail on us like Husky did. And <laughs> I promised over and over again, I won't do it. Do this till the day you die. Till the day I die. And if I have to stop for some reason, I'll at least put out a video explaining what's going on. Really because though. yeah, ghosting your sub base is not a cool move. No, it's not a cool thing. I mean, I actually just took a two month break from podcasting. And I like told everyone, like read the last one, yeah. like, hey, it's going to be two months. Yeah. Because, I mean, at some point, it was an interesting thing. I almost did it to test. I'm like, is this really the one? Because I've, I've gone through a bunch of different hobbies of, like, writing and music and stuff. And none of them have ever stuck. As soon as I had a month away from them, like, thank God I'm not ever writing every day. I hate <laughs> writing, dude. But this, yeah, yeah. this one, I felt worse after not, like, doing recording shows for a month. I'm like, man, I want to hang out and talk with people. And it's a good opportunity to, like, 
when you see someone, you can be like, hey, do you want to come on? Like, hey, do you just want to hang out? And everyone's like, how's it such a busy life? But then if you can offer like, hey, do you want to record a conversation? People lose their minds over it. Totally. It's a lot easier to commit to something like that. It definitely. No. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing with Husky, though. Like, if he had just said, hey, man, my doctor said I can't cast anymore because it's screwing up my vocal cords, <laughs> which there were rumors about that. Like, there are rumors that that, that had happened, but he never came out and said it. Yep. Like, just tell us I have a medical condition. I can't cast. I'm sorry. I love you all. And that's it. All the drama is gone. Like, yeah. nobody cares. Yeah. But maybe he's building up drama. I don't, I don't think he really used it to go anywhere, though. He just kind of stopped everything well he became a producer on his girlfriend's youtube channel he did did you hear this i didn't at all yeah so he started dating uh i think her name's rosanna she's on the youtube channel nerdy nummies okay which has a 10 million subscriber base all right good for him really good so he is officially listed as a producer on the mm. channel so that's what he started doing but he didn't tell anyone no that's shit. and then he sort of made his comeback like a year ago and then he deleted his whole channel it's been a whole mess that's the thing that people do when people delete their entire catalog of videos it's like that's the one thing you really can't do you know like if yeah. i stopped podcast but here's the thing i've talked about different maybe illegal things like pirating and substances and stuff on my podcast so if i ever uh -huh. did resort to being like i'm just gonna go get a job i might have to delete all my podcasts you know you don't want some recruiter finding it out yeah no. i mean they'd have to slog through hundreds of hours like 100 hours of audio though who's gonna do that yeah. uh nobody maybe the no, government if you no. want to work for the government they might do it they might do it oh i'd be yeah. i could not go work for the government at this point <laughs> but who would want to oh i guess my yeah i don't know my brother works for the government for the state government Oh, which is ironic. I've been watching Parks and Rec this whole time for like the past week. And every time I watch it, I'm like, man, that seems nice. But it's so unrealistic to have a workplace where you like everyone there and everyone's like, oh, I'm so willing to go out of my way after work because we're all best friends. It's like, no, everyone has their own group of best friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I'm friendly with the people I work with, but oh, I'm not yeah. like, let's hang out after work ever. <laughs> yeah. Did he say it's like that? No, he, he, he's not really super big fan of his, I mean, he likes his okay. coworkers, but it's just like any work situation. No work situation is ever as it is in the TV, you know? Yeah. Like everyone is friendly. Very, very rarely. Very I think rarely. maybe if ever, every once in a while, a group of people love each other so much, they just hang out all the time. But yep. I don't I've know. never seen it personally. That's the yeah. dream, man. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Cause <laughs> it would be cool. Then it'd be like, I would love I to have a job where it's just you and all your best friends. It'd almost be cool to like kind of like a commune situation but with work like all of you apply for all the different positions at a job or i guess you'd have to like create a job together that'd be the only way to do it really and that happens you get startups all the time especially in the tech industry where people start a company with their friends but i think that's rough because then you have to be like look man you're not pulling your weight if they aren't pulling their weight and you have to tell them their job is not doing a bad job if they're doing a bad job and yeah. that's hard to do if it's your friend that you see all the time mm-hmm no, I think that's an issue. So I don't know. I would not recommend going into business with your friends personally. I don't no. think it's a great idea. No, I, yeah, that's a big thing in life is just no dual relationships in any way. I mean, people say mm -hmm. like, if you're a renter, don't rent to your friends either. Yep. Totally. No, I don't know, man. It's a weird thing where I'm trying to not even in any way involve money with friends anymore. Like, mm -hmm. but then you almost feel like an asshole. Cause it's like, I don't want to help you out for money or like, like, or any of that. Cause then there's just always that little, it just changes a relationship, you know? I like the, it does. the cleanest, simplest relationships you can have. I think the best advice I've ever been given on this is if you lend a friend or a family member money, just consider it a gift. Oh, nice. And if yeah. it ever gets paid back, it's awesome. But if it never gets paid back, whatever, man. That's the way to think about it. Because honestly, yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. Money is such a weird thing that people just get so 
people will easily lose a friendship over just not even having a conversation about money. Yeah. I think people should talk about it more openly because it doesn't hurt. Like, I almost wish that you could look up, like, everyone, everyone almost had their public, like, amount of money public. Oh, you know? okay. That'd be interesting. Because be yeah. interesting you see those people who front and you could be like, well, how much do they actually have? And you're like, oh, the exact same amount as me, you know? Oh, man. He's $50,000 in debt. Wow. I know. I don't yeah. know how that works. I mean, um, I don't know if you know of Kanye at all, but he said uh, he made $60 million in 2019 and then he ended the ended, but he owed $100 million in debt. So he ended the year $40 million down. So I'm like, how what? do you continue to have a house and work? Like, what is that against? Is it against your company or your brand name or what? You know, future earnings, I guess. Yeah, but I'm yeah. like, that's crazy. I don't know that's, how you can be that have, cash flow negative. What's the loan for? Like, who does he owe money to? Uh, well, I guess he has the, like boats? His, his shoe brand and he's trying to build it all in the U.S. So, like, was he building that or something? I don't know. I don't know. Connie's an interesting dude, though. He's an interesting dude. Do you keep up on, that, on any any people? Like, do you have any famous people who are you like, you know what? I just like following their story or kind of like genuinely want them to succeed. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think I do. <laughs> I imagine most of the people you cast like Sue and stuff. Yeah. I mean, I like those dudes. I respect who they are, but like, I'm not, I don't know anything about their personal lives. Mm. Really? I have to be like, ah, I forget. How old is this guy again? <sighs> Like where, what, what country is he from? Sometimes ninety nine percent of the time, South Korea, except Cyril. Exactly. Have you except ever been Cyril. to South Korea? No, haven't been to Korea. Haven't made that trip. Would you? I... <sighs> Maybe. It's got to just be for like a short visit, though, because mm-hmm. I mean, at this stage, I can't definitely can't do like the foreigner house thing. Where no. Certain commentators and foreign players live in a house in Korea. It's not going to happen, but no, uh, I don't know. I think it'd be fun to hang out there for a couple weeks in the summer. Yeah. Okay. A couple weeks. When you said a short trip, I'm like, dude, I would not fly for what? 16 hours each way for a three day trip. Like, no, 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 no. You'd have, I'm with you. If yeah. like the longer you're on a plane, the longer you have to stay where you're going. Yeah, totally. Me and my partner just went to uh, Hawaii and it was like an eight hour play. My general mm-hmm. rule is the amount of time you're flying is the amount of days I want to spend there. So if you are flying like ah. 10, 10 hours, I want to spend 10 days there. That sounds good. That's I'm a down with that. ridiculous amount of time on the plane, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't oh, know. Man. Absolutely. So anyways, I appreciate your time. Um, yeah, definitely. Do you got any, any shout outs? You want me to put some links in the description and stuff? No, just Falcon Paladin. You just search me on Google. You'll find my Twitter, my Facebook. I've got a Discord server if you want to hang out there. Cool. Um, it is just all, all the stuff's out there. My name is unique enough that you can find me without getting confused with anybody else. Cool. You're very easily Google. I just took a picture of you. Yeah. I've been taking uh, pictures of guests halfway through shows because I always forget after the show ends. It just blanks. <laughs> but I appreciate That's it, man. Fair. Looking forward to continuing to watch your content. Absolutely. Thanks for the opportunity. You take care of yourself. You as well. Take care. Man. All right. Bye. Bye.